Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Andrew Levins, joining me for the first time in a long time, Angus Truscott. Yeah, it's good to be back in the hot seat. Um, it is a hot seat. I've got a heater right next to you. Are yeah, you, it you is not rough. It's, it's on. Okay. It's just cold as fuck out here tonight. So, yeah, yeah. we'd be hitting some um, some cold ones. You can't feel a bit of warmth coming off this? No, I can't. I don't know fella. if it was just... We, you know, when we, we pod, we get hot. Because, That's true. Like, we expel the, a the lot takes, of energy. The takes, the hot takes. Yeah, the takes are so hot. It is a gentleman's nine degrees at the moment, which is pretty cold for these parts of the country. There well, are it's, only, parts. it's literally the first day of winter today. Like, yes, it's June 1. That's a fucking one. rude temperature for the first it's day June of 1. winter. It's June 1. It is four years since... Kanye's self-titled album came out. Thank you for that. Which means it's been four years since Noon shaved my head while watching the credits to Iron Man. No, I was going <laughs> Finally, an event I care about. Yeah, That's great. Wait, wait, no, I've got the photo here. That's what I was saving before when I was Wait, so it's it. four years since Kanye? Oh my God. Four years. And I had a reminder on the 1st of June to not cut my hair. <laughs> Saved it. And then <laughs> uh, at 40, there, there go, Tommy Dassler was staying with me at the time and we just shaved my head while playing the uh, Iron Man credits from my phone. On Noon's TV, I was air playing it. And you wrote damaged on, on your my forehead. forehead. Or as, someone else did. As, yeah. you, as you shaved your head. Yeah, that was, that was insane. And then I forgot I did it. And then Tommy just reminded me that I woke up and uh, said to him, I did a ting or something like that. Because I was obviously still like wasted. <laughs> or I did a bad ting. I had no idea I cut my hair. That's so good. And I don't, I haven't, it's now been over a year since I haven't drunk alcohol. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Kind of the worst thing I did was uh, get a tattoo and get a haircut, but that's kind of like. And there's a, probably two episodes of Hey Fam that are, are in the top five worst things you did while. Having oh, it. if ever you need to like <laughs> not drink, you listen to. If ever you want to yeah. get a family member off alcohol, <laughs> play them that. But yeah, getting a tattoo and a haircut—they're like the most cliche things to do while drunk. I am. Um, Oh, and like my- fell asleep on a train once. I've told you this. I've done that shit loads of times. No, but it took me eight hours to get home because I kept missing my stuff. <laughs> I-, I was at the metro. I think I told you this. I was seeing a. <laughs> See, it's this is like such dumb shit. I was seeing a show at the metro, and I was like pretty poor at the time, and was like, oh, I gotta go. I think I left the concert early because the last train was leaving, uh, from Town Hall yep. to Summer Hill. I was like, cool. 15 minute train easy i'll be home soon whatever i think i even had work the next day it was probably while i still worked at a bookstore got on the train passed out instantly <laughs> wake up at like 2 a.m in hornsby and i'm like what the fuck have i done oh fuck oh shit See, hornsby oh. is where i used to work out too but i lived next to hornsby yeah so that was fine so then i'm like okay cool cool um summer hill i think i can go back basically end up ping-ponging then woke up in milton's point missed it <laughs> i was like all right this time i can get it woke up in like granville Fell asleep again, then woke up in Strathfield, eventually got home at 8 a.m. the next day. I just kept sleeping on the train and like passing out and waking up. And That's then, incredible. And I had no, there was no Uber then. Wait, how old were you? 
Uh, like 30 something? No, it was like 23 or 22 okay, okay. or something. Right. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was like when I went to a concert on a Saturday night yeah, at the Metro. Sure, yeah, like when sure. the fucking last time you did that? I went and saw the Je- pleasure. And I went, I went and saw a, 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 the Jebediah reunion at the Metro, and that's also one of the drunkest Oh, that's right. I've you were Nathan, right? Yeah, you were there. We bumped yeah. into each other, but I, I have. I don't remember. So yeah, you were. That's right. You were. Was, cra- I think I went with Kiko. They're, they're big. Uh, this this enormous um, Australian band that I loved when I was in actually high we school. mentioned it on the Payfam episode. That's right. Um, but they were going to perform their classic album slightly, slightly odd way. way, and I remember them doing songs from our other albums before they, they did warmed slightly, up with other songs, and, and then, then and I don't remember a single song until la da 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 the last da, track la da da da. So that's the only only song I remember them doing all night. They're the first live band i technically paid to see because i I saw them in 98 they opened for the national tour for the smashing pumpkins and that was the first concert i saw what a weird opener though right yeah totally um but yeah that was that was that's pretty that's that's about like a fairly recent-ish way too drunk when i say recent it's like like six or seven years ago but yeah pre-pod but that Um, was like that was probably like 2011 no sorry my one was like 2007 2008 okay cool yeah um, Just like old enough to know better. The well, story. happy anniversary! And also, it was Mother's Day this Sunday, and I like could, didn't go to my parents' house, and they're like angry at me. One time um, for Valentine's Day, I went to a uh, it was like a Valentine's Day party at the Metro. This yeah. was just this like iconic That's kind of like weird. live venue in uh, in Sydney CBD. Yeah, next to uh, used to be a sandwich between Starbar, which was once Planet Hollywood, and uh, probably the the most like filth fruit and McDonald's in yes, the Southern Hemisphere. Um, I, I never eat there. There are so uh, many McDonald's close by that you can go to if you're hankering for one. Way better one. Like, yeah, the one further up George Street, excellent, closer towards the city. Yeah, or on the, the one, the new one, the great one on the corner down at um, Darling Square. Oh, very good. Hot yeah. tips. Um, but, yeah, so it was a, uh, a Valentine's Day party with free champagne. And That's I was so like... so weird. Was it daytime or nighttime? No, nighttime. And I was like 19. And yeah. like, I'd never had... <laughs> A girlfriend. More than a sip of champagne, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I got so drunk that I threw up on the oh. night on the night bus home. Woke up at Hornsby, classic. Stumbled home and got woken up at like eight a.m. the next day by my dad saying, "Oh, you said you'd help you- you'd paint your auntie's fence today." The worst thing to be around would be paint fumes. While you and also- I, he was like, you-, "You said you'd do it, so you have to go do it." And so he drove me to my auntie's house. Jesus, dude. and I was like <laughs> trying to fucking paint just drunk still paint this fence, being so just so and like. My auntie being like, you should not be doing this. You're like, I and know. I was like, that's what I was trying to tell my dad. Yeah, but my dickhead And then dad. so he came and got me and Your then I went brother. back to sleep. And then he went and painted the fence. Yeah. That, that, I, woke, I woke up and I was like, I'm ready to go paint the fence now. And he was like, well, I already did it. That's classic teenage. Well, not teenage. That's classic late teens, early 20s shit. You have to like disappoint your parents. Constantly. But it's also because like, and they act like they never did that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, I, you're I, a I, fucking I, idiot. I have I no leg to stand on when my kids do that to me. Yeah, for sure. You're like good on you i'm already setting up like i'm, I'm, I'm gonna oh, set this podcast i'm gonna set an alert for um uh 11 years from now yeah um m archie needs to paint your fence literally yeah and I, I yeah, yeah exactly perfect yeah no that that yeah look it's fun being being like totally wasted was fun for my early 20s and teens late teens but i i honestly just can't do it anymore it's like I've been raw dog in reality for like over a year now and it rules. Yeah. Not in a weird Christian way. I'm happy for you. No, I I would only even like very rarely I'll 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 get I'll get shit face, but I do love Mm. a couple of A lot of it's living alone too. Like I just don't like the Drinking alone sucks shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I never kept alcohol at home. I'd always buy it. 
a six pack and take it and had people over. I've yeah, never yeah. kept it at home. I don't know. I just don't like it. It's really like a couple of people in my family have died from it as well. Damn. I've had two aunties die from alcoholism. No, one. One's on the way. Oops. They just kept kept missing their bus. Yeah, literally. Until the bus died. never picked them up. They're, that's why their train stop. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking a lot of Star Wars shit tonight. Oh, yeah. We had a... That's right. I even forgot about Celebration. Celebration. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you, there's probably so many podcasts out there that have written down a list of, you know, every single announcement from well, podcasts Celebration. Podcasts um, have sworn themselves off Star Wars because uh, uh, some new black women have appeared in. <laughs> it's a, true. A, a cartoon certainly those podcasts as well. A, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward to the, a very, very unique uh, brand. Hey, fam, fam, fam. I'm just going to try where, and remember what happened. And then you're going to f- go, actually, no. And then you're going to spend 30 seconds um, in silence while you try and find a tweet that you saw during Star Wars Celebration. Well, there's so only one I could talk about that I can remember. Great. We'll look forward to that. Obviously, we're going to be going through the fact that we have already watched half, half of, of an entire series of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Within four days. That's um, crazy. A, a series shit. that I've said so many times to you and on this pod that was the one dream project I had for like the the, the concept of new Star Wars coming out when I packed my bag and said goodbye Star Wars home when yep. we were told it was ending with episode three, Revenge of the Sith in 2005, directed by George Lucas last film he's directed and probably will be ever uh, except for all those special home movies that, that he's watching every day hopefully yeah. with no one in his family either i i like the idea of him just living in this like this kind of like i like i kind of picture it like the hospital in akira downstairs with those all these like giant toys and just <laughs> just like stuffed animals and big cars and like he's just there watching movies he makes for himself no you know what i picture it as like the well that i always get the same uh, not confused, but it's thematically similar to the uh, the big baby's pen in um, uh, Spirited Away. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I've just got a thing for Japanese movies with, like, baby rooms, like nurseries. I um, picture him that in a nursery by himself, just watching movies he makes about, like... Where he plays every mem- member of the cast. I don't think there's people in them. Like oh, I said, right. like, his sequel trilogy was going to be about, like, midi-chlorians. Like, I just see them being, like, he just, like, gets a microscope and film stuff and then just puts, like, jazz music over the top. <laughs> He's just like, this fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing if, uh, it, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi has lived up to your childhood expectations. Yeah, I mean, these expectations are weighty. It's going to be a very Star Wars heavy episode, which means we're going to get a bunch of Levin's bullshit out oh, of yeah. the way first. What Kirby things have you bought this uh, week and what, like, game series have you played? So here, here's, here are the fucking sick games You've that got I've a been minute. playing. And one minute. Yeah, because you've spent hours in the past. Uh, Pac-Man Museum Plus. Well, yep. Okay, let me guess. Remastered Pac-Man games. It's like 12 of them. But, but here's and, the thing. They're all the same game. Yeah, no, they're not though. There's a, there's been crazy iterations on them. And Yeah, like, no one has a bow. <laughs> you know that... Um, they the, changed Ms. Pac-Man, right? It's like because it's, Jane Man or something. Or, yeah, because they don't, they don't own the rights to Ms. Pac-Man. To the weirdest guy. <laughs> or, or Pac-Baby or whatever, like mini Pac- Pac-Man Jr. I think th- those two characters are owned by someone else. The so, weirdest guys. That's right. They yeah. were like, we will buy Pac-Man and we, because they were so sad. I've got two tickets the to Pac-Man to, uh, Jr., baby. To Teenage Dirtbag. I've got the rights to Was that this Pac-Man. episode or the last one? Last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that on PayFam. That's a pay it, pay it forward. <laughs> Forward promotion, I mean. But also pay to listen to it. Uh, it covers all bases. But yeah, the cool thing about this, though, right, is normally you get a bunch of old games. Yeah. You play like 30 seconds of the old game and you're like, exactly as I remember dick. it. Yeah. Or this sucks, dick. Um, but 
this has like the overall wrapping like it's so well presented you basically like the first you first thing you get to do in this game is you play a 3d render of pac-man in a museum and it's not so much a game a museum as it is like a uh uh, like a time zone, like, a, like an arcade, mm-hmm. and you have all these arcade cabinets around you, and there's like gacha machines and like a place where you go to get change and like different things. What does can... he wear? Like gloves? No, no, you know what Pac-Man kind of wears. I mean, he wears like gloves and boots, right? Yeah, he just has, like yeah. he just has, like feet and hands. Yeah, he kind of looks like Mickey Mouse except he's got a Pac-Man head. Yeah, Pac-Man's crazy. I love Pac-Man. Um, Pac-Man, huge hit in this house. Like always been on. Yeah, Archie's I've never been a Pac-Man. Characters. Yeah, you think he's kind of stupid? <laughs> well, he's big on like that. He was one of the few arcade characters that they figured out how to make him work on phones and apps because you don't have to do much. You just well, like, yeah, you're, you're there's that yeah. Pac-Man 256, which is awesome, which has it's like the, Apple Arcade the glitch one, right? that follows you. No, that's Pac-Man Battle Royale, I think it's called, um, which is Archie's favorite. Is that one good? Um, yeah, it's pretty great. You know, it's just like you, you play against other Pac-Man. Yeah, um, that's right. What's the one? Pac-Man what? Glitch? Pac-Man 256 oh. is um yeah, essentially like a almost like an, uh, an a never-ending Pac-Man game where there is like a like basically glitch code constantly right. coming up towards you. And so you've got to outrun that plus the ghosts, et cetera, et cetera. And there's all these weird power-ups you can get. Namco. Heaps of fun. And then the cool thing about this collection is that it has a version of 256 that you can play four-player. So four of you play as Pac-Man. It's fucking fun. Not really, Pac-Girl really. or Pac-Junior. Unfortunately though. not. But that, that will What's re- the new Pac-Chick called? Uh, Tupac. Tupac, yeah. Tupac. That'd be sick. Yeah. The guy with like a, <laughs> like a thug life tattoo under his mouth. Um, like a like a bandana. Yeah, perfect. And like his Holog- little, and little nose ring being, appearing via hologram. hologram yeah, um, I rewatched that recently just to be like, was it as fucked as I remember? Yeah, he's like, hey Dre, I'm coming back. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so weird. He just no, California. Like, he gets like summoned. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, damn, this audience is great. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, I forgot this banter. <laughs> this banter. Fuck, that's so funny. Yeah, he comes out and does some stuff, and then like him, he's like, damn, Snoop, you sound good. Or like says stuff like that. But it's yeah, fucking so crazy. Pac-Man Museum Plus, just to put a, a little nod on it, is uh, that like you the, the the hook to this game is, and the presentation is that yeah you you are basically you you are Pac-Man and it's kind of reminds me of like Happy Home Designer and Animal Crossing or just designing your your rooms in Animal Crossing mm. except you're designing this arcade sure. and so you unlock cabinets that have different different games in them. The more you play, you get coins for playing the older games and like it gives you missions. It's like you know eat this many ghosts in the the 1989 version of Pac-Man and then you'll get you know you unlock certain things. It's like that um the Wii U game that was like the NES remix stuff. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of that. It's very a narcissistic, bit. isn't he, Pac-Man? Sure. To have a museum to himself that he charges himself. Museum Plus. A museum plus. Yeah. I mean that's you've really got to ask yourself but some of the dictator behavior. Some of the games like it, it's it's not always the same game. Like yeah, there are like of the 12, I would say like six of them follow the classic Pac-Man formula. Yeah. But then there's like a bunch of like there's a, one of these shittest platformers ever called Pac-Land in I think it. I remember that. Was that well, on there's NES? A, there's a Smash stage based on it. Oh yeah, that's it was an right. arcade it's just game like really then, ugly. Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah, but it's kind of fun to play and especially when it's like if you make it to this level you unlock some shit so I'm like fuck it, I'm going to finish Pac-Land. This is perfect for you. Um uh, I think it's like as as a collection like I've got tons of these collections like you know from like the Castlevania ones mm. to you know Contra and uh Mega Man but this is like one of the best I've ever How seen. How much AUD? Well, it's on Game Pass. Oh, so if okay. you, I've uh, been wondering why I've been getting alerts for you playing this. Yeah, playing on Game Pass all the time. It's uh, it's it's, it's a real good Fuck, time. I haven't played anything on Xbox for like three months. Because there's been no Halo games. 
Well, yeah. I saw that there was that dumb take recently. Someone's like, Game Pass sucks because there's no games on it. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like, you're a moron. There's <laughs> so like, many there's games. heaps of games. But I feel like every, I feel like some website writes that every month. It's like, okay, yeah, it's your and then time. Yeah, and they spin the wheel and it's like, okay, now we've got to say the PS5 has no games. Yeah, exactly. And then like, now we've got to say it's been seven years since Breath of the Wild came out. Um, so the other, the other um, throwback game that I've been playing um, is called Cotton Fantasy. Um there are so cotton. What is the console that um, the Japanese only console that Kanye had and talks about all the time? Oh, uh, tech, uh, TurboGrafx sixteen. Yeah. So uh, cotton was a shoot 'em up. Uh, uh, ga- He's going to call series. his album after Life of Pablo TurboGrafx. Yep. He had one. There was also the Neo Geo. Yeah, he hasn't. Um, he had a Neo Geo growing up. I don't know if there was. This is on the Neo Geo. But is that it started- CD base Neo Geo. I, I can't remember. Um, but this is started as an arcade game. It's a shoot 'em up, um, like a side-scrolling shoot 'em up. But it's a mm. call it, this, this spawned the genre called cute 'em up because you play as like a little witch, yeah, that's witch cool. girl on a broom, as, as opposed to just playing as like a spaceship or a, yeah. a fighter jet. And uh, you're you're blasting. You couldn't. Um, oh no, that's a joke. All right, I was gonna make a PayFam joke. But yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. This is a problem when you record PayFam first. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, you couldn't. Um, this is a good tease. Actually, you wouldn't be able to. Uh, what's that word? Identify a, a a stealth bomber's tit in a lineup. That's fucking there great taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. But you could with a witch. Yeah. Um, tit fell out. But yeah, so you're you're blasting magic spells. Um, and uh, you know you're you're killing crazy fairies and wild, colorful bugs. Um, and this is the first brand new game. All that good shit in the Cotton series. Um, it's called Cotton Fantasy. It's out on Switch. Cotton Fantasy. That sounds a little. Racially charged, if you ask me. Cotton. Well, it's not, yeah. Cottons refer to like cotton candy, right? That you're good save, Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good um, save. And the cool thing about this game is that you you can select from like six different witches that you can play as, and they each have a different uh, like way they play. Like one of them is um, like more RPG based and like levels mm. up, um, and then the other one is like instead of lives, you have a timer that you have to constantly be collecting Damn. extra seconds for. Uh, it's a really fun arcade. I'm liking your suggestion on the side. I've got Kirby Law. Just all Kirby shit. <laughs> yeah. Kirby Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> that's the dark. I mean, that's uh, so surely that's the next path when I'd be like, actually, Angus. Actually, every, now I'm into every like, Sonic game is smash great. the egg guy. Yeah. Uh, like cream the rabbit. <laughs> uh, Rouge the bat. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That that I, that, that there is a higher chance of that happening than. It happening to me, me reading a real book without pictures, without like the wrong way around in pictures. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Cotton Fantasy and Pac Pac Man Museum Plus really enjoyed huge those. energy. Yeah, they're, they're they're just I don't know you know like that the arcade style of game. I don't know if that you have that part of your brain that enjoys that shit. <laughs> no, I do. I just um, I'm just playing Dark Souls games. No, no, no. Is it like that's not arcadey at all? I mean, I just mean no. I'm just like, being like I, I I can have it, but I'm. I choose not to. Okay. Yeah, sure. Here, it's fine, but there are some other things I will do. Yeah. Which some uh, people put the TV on for background, some don't, you know. It's like some folks play arcade games. Yeah. Which from I'm not discounting right now. I'm still playing Dark Souls 1. Okay. Yeah. I've just I've, I'm halfway through Atlanta season 3. Um Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, you know, with media, I got to. You seen the Liam Neeson episode? Uh, no, I think it's the next one. That'd be a good, uh, you know, thing to put on the side of, of well, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, you know, he's been referenced uh, every episode. Um, he's not answering his calls. That's true. He's not um, answering his calls. He will be there, you know. I also I watched that the new um, anime by um, what's his name Hasoda, um, Mamoru Mamoru Hasoda, the guy who did uh, Wolf Children. Oh yeah, and the Summer uh, Wars. Bell. Bell. Yeah, is the movie. So um, it was dog shit, right? 
it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's like it's like vaguely. It's, oh, it's, it's very inspired by Beauty and the Beast, but it's also about mm. um, like the internet and how our um, how we can connect with oh, people that's right. on the internet. And I was like a bit like, I was I like, the how are they going to make that work? Like, yeah, because in Summer Wars, like 10 years ago, they yeah. covered, it covered this. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. So this is like, yeah, it, it, the, it, the, 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 the representation of the internet looks amazing mm. in this. It's crazy. You like are given like... An, an avatar, avatar thing. Yeah, yeah, and like so, this the main character is like a girl who's lost her mother tragically, and since her mother's been lost, she can't sing anymore. I hate she when that to, happens. Um, and uh, like she tries to sing, and then she vomits on a bridge. Um, but when I she think I get, saw that in the trailer, when she scans herself into this new, um, uh, like you know, uh, app Board or whatever, you know, Seth Green's new, TV yeah, yeah, show. that's right. It, it it makes her a beautiful woman, but then yeah. her best friend is like this fucking weird, gross creature. So it's it's a pretty bizarre a beast yeah one might say uh yeah she meets a beast who kidnaps her kind of but then she has to like re- reveal his that he's got a good heart yeah damn and then like reveal that they, they meet each other in the real world it is one of the movies where like i i haven't experienced this many times like often i'm like oh this character is unnecessary this plot line's unnecessary but i've never watched a movie and been like that entire theme like the whole beauty and the beast influence Didn't need to be you there. could lose all of that and this sure. movie would be like like a much better movie and wouldn't yeah What'd you watch it on? Um, so I bought oh, it in English, right? Well, I bought it on the um, American iTunes store. Yeah. Um, and uh, it said that it had a Japanese audio track. Lies. And then it didn't. So, Should email them and get a refund. They I had that. to. Watch, I had to watch. Oh, really? Yeah, I've emailed them when I've bought something, and I think for the same purpose. I, I and I had to watch. Like, and I don't know. Would I have liked this more as a movie if it was? I reckon definitely the music would have been better because it would have been in Japanese, and um, J-pop is definitely better than. Oh yeah, for sure. The English version of that. But um, the the voice cast was uh, not. I didn't recognize many voices. That one voice, I was like, "Is that fucking Jason from the Good Place?" And it was. He plays like a like a like the dumb the dumb guy from the Good Place, who ends up like um hooking up with Janet. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like the the Florida. Oh guy. yeah, the Florida guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a voice in this. In, in, oh wow. In the in the English dub of Bill, which is cool. an, an interesting tidbit. Good to you, Jason, <laughs> character. But yeah, um, I don't know if I like this guy's movies much. I really liked Wolf Children, but I, I, I... Wolf Children was great. But yeah. I liked Summer Wars, but I also saw that like twelve years ago. So long ago. I wonder if I was still. Yeah, like it. I think I, I remember being like a country town. This kid on the internet. Yeah. I remember it's representation of the Is he the girl well. who left through time? I think it is. He's that, that Yeah, too. I like that one too. Boy and the Beast. I never saw. I wanted never to see that, that one. Um, yeah, real. Re- I, I liked Wolf Children. Yeah. I think he's like, falls into that like great director, terrible writer that often anime directors are. Yeah, or Zack Snyder. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's just bad all around. Yeah, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. All right. Levin's corner is over. Let's yeah. enter the Angus The Shark zone. Tank segment is over when you pitch me arcade games. <laughs> I don't uh, do it very often, but when I do... We'll give you $100. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you could talk about this. You've also engaged with the content. Yeah. I, look, just... And I have to say, man, before this third episode of Obi-Wan mm. Kenobi, 
I was I was like fucking Star Wars. Yeah, because I didn't really like the first two episodes really? of Obi Wan Kenobi. That one. Well, no, Though you did say I remember you were like you don't have the prequel connection that I do. And I mean, like, like I, I do. First I, I have the desire house. to see the underdogs win. I always have that in me, so I want to see. Just like I was so excited for um, Tamura to have like a starring Dude, role. He's, in he's the only person in every Star Wars show. Yeah, totally. What That's a king! <laughs> so sick. Yeah, um, but. I, I kind of do have that for Hayden Christensen's hundred percent. So yeah, we haven't seen much of him. Yet, Anyone but. who's played Anakin has basically been treated poorly. Uh, you know, sadly. Anakin. Oh yeah, like Jake Lloyd has had like a really James Earl Jones has been okay. Yeah, but he didn't play Anakin. He played Darth Vader. That's true. I mean, yeah. People who have portrayed like Anakin have had like pretty rough. I mean, obviously Hayden's had it much better than Jake Lloyd, who I think has some like serious mental health issues. But it's been a role that like the actors haven't like been clamoring to like speak about you know what i mean they've yeah. kind of dipped out of public eye but i haven't watched the andor trailer yet and it's great that's yeah so everyone's been saying that i should watch it yeah yeah um, pop it on now now it was part of celebration this is perfect okay i'm gonna watch the andor trailer yeah let's watch this shit together okay we're gonna watch this shit together suck my dick lucasfilm you can't take us down with a dmc <laughs> no Just i like for, you having Thanks. Audio i worked at you once <laughs> yeah it looks tight crank um, that shit full one screen. minute 54 i will what about theater mode? Do you like theater yeah, mode? Yeah, man. I'm at the movies. <laughs> it's a hammer man. My new favorite character. He's a time grappler? Huh. I guess he name? tells the time. Levin's that's, a, that's a nice vibe. Subtitles on. I have subtitles on most of the time. Because when you have kids that you can't wake up, you got to have the volume down low. What the fuck? This actually looks good. Looks amazing. Looks like Rogue One sequel, like legit. Um. So it's a bunch of guys hiding from Empire guys. Oh, Mon Mothma's in this bitch. Okay, cool. Is that the same actor that played her in Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. The boy. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Is Mendo in this? I don't know. I reckon he will be. Not announced. Senate? The Senate. Your favorite Star Wars character. Literally. Who's that? New character. New character. Looks tight, right? That looks like a like like pretty well shot. Yeah. So that's going to be two seasons. I think it was confirmed. Well, I mean, look my my distaste for like the onslaught of Star Wars stuff is not Star Wars. It's fault. It's Disney fault. But it's also like I, not an onslaught compared to the Marvel onslaught. No, I know, but it, I think there was just that many things mm. announced on that one day, and I, it's it's like that Disney Disney Plus original series mm. i'm just like oh they kind of all suck but not all of them obviously there's, there's no a i mean I, look, rule, I, I think the star wars ones have been great um i think yeah i think mando mando's amazing but i i didn't like how mando oh actually no it, it was fine it just wasn't for me the, mm. the finale for mando yeah. season two but i didn't like that last episode of boba fett at mm-hmm. all that was where like I, I couldn't stick up for the series anymore Fair. but um 
you know, that, that kind of, it feels like you're watching an episode of Angel sometimes. That's the vibe I hate about the Disney Plus shows sometimes. Um, Though I would say the Marvel Disney Plus shows, I wouldn't lump them into the same thing as the well, yeah, Lucasfilm Disney at Plus At least for the shows. most like part, the Star Wars shows look good and, have and, a lot more and they're better paced. They, they don't make you wait till the last episode. Till the for, suit comes out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, so I and watched. They don't even. It's weird. There hasn't been a museum yet. In knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, Still yeah. three episodes left for Obi Wan, but in any of the uh, two seasons of Mandalorian and season of um, Book of Boba Fett, there's been no museums or Brit- there has been British people. Well, but no. The, the best thing about the Star Wars universe is that British England England doesn't exist. Yeah, or the British people are generally bad. <laughs> oh right, sure. Imperials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for Obi Wan. Um, but yeah, so I, I watched um. The, the the both of mm. the the, the Obi Wan Kenobi episodes earlier this week, and there were definitely parts of them I liked, but with a lot of things that I just thought were like goofy as fuck. But that is, that is Star Wars. Yeah, but this it felt like Spy Kids in, right. in, in parts. Um, the Leia stuff, I bet. Yeah, Leia. Like I, I've grown to really like the actor playing her now, yeah. but in that first episode, she's just too much of a little stinker. For me. I don't know. That's how I'd picture Leia to be, though. Leia, if you, the f- introduction in New Hope is her like saying that Grand Moff Tarkin smells bad and that Darth Vader's like a dude. Like she's right. she, she's always been like that in the face of authority, from what we've seen. I guess it was just like, so. I think uh, she's like nailed the brief. Like she's playing like a young. I don't think it was. It was more the writing than the um, sure than the, than that performance. Like you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to like anyone when they say certain lines. But sure, because um, I thought you. I'm like, man, she's like. You know, we haven't had many kid actors in Star Wars, but she's by far the most competent and I think really channels what Leia would be. And I am I love the misdirect of making us think this would be about him watching Luke. So, yeah, that's great. Because I'm, like, sick of Luke. And he, I, I know people will chastise me for this and have the Luke is usually... He's been, like, one of my least... He's To me, he's, like, one of the most least interesting Star Wars characters until The Last Jedi for me. Right. Where he had, like, you know... Essentially, he's had he has like Obi Wan's arc in this. Like yeah, I mean, he has trauma and stuff. Yeah. And before that, Luke was a bit too, you know. And I, I I use this term jokingly because of how it's been weaponized before. But he was like a bit of a Mary Sue for me, <laughs> like just kind of this guy, like th- this kind of like goofy farm boy, just kind of like failing upwards. <laughs> What's it? And that like A New Hope is his first adventure, right? I think that yeah, he's that, been at home since yeah. nineteen. Where Leia was like always the more, you know, she's like. Like I said, like in the first movie, she's like a spy stealing Death Star plans and passing it on. Like she's grown up. And then I kind of like that we're getting the layers stuff because the series is so focused on Luke. And there was a line I loved in the first episode where Bail Organa is like, she's as important as him. Like, don't forget that. Mm. And I think that was like something to be said for Star Wars fans, but also like Star Wars creatives. Like Leia is so important to Star Wars. And yeah. she doesn't get her like flowers, I think, as much as uh, Luke does. In terms of like, she was like literally in George's original script for Nine, he said when he was going to do the trilogy that, and I love this ending and it's like one that I'm just like, fuck, I can't believe, you know, what episode Nine ended up having in it compared to this. And I guess this could have happened where Carrie Fisher still alive, but he's like, the way I saw it was Leia was the actual chosen one. It wasn't Anakin, it wasn't Luke. She solved peace in the end, brought balance to the force, but... Not because she was a Jedi, but because through her ruling and like through democracy and stuff. And that yeah, was cool. true balancing. And it's like this, it's kind of a surprise. Like you think it's going to be this big force thing, but he's like, she's the one that actually brought balance because she was like, no, I don't want to be a Jedi. I want to rule with people and rule rule the people as a person. 
and that's kind of like a passive win or something. Okay. And that was such a, I, 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 he only said that like a few, maybe a year or two ago. He's like, that's how I would have, that's how my scripts had it. The layer was the chosen one. I was like, damn, that's such a good ending. Yeah, totally. Like such a nice, like fake out kind of thing. Like, oh, you don't need the force or you, even though she has it, you don't need to be like a powerful warrior to win and be the chosen one. It can be just like good decision and good, like organization skills. Yeah. And good hair. Great hair, great wardrobe. Yeah. Def- something she definitely inherited from her mom. But yeah, I mean, like, I think it, I, it was, it's very easy to focus on the bad parts of these shows. Well, uh, it's Star Wars and fans famously have <laughs> gravitated ever since Empire Strikes Back, just being like, this is the worst Star Wars ever. Oh, or- no, I just mean like in terms of like, like the, you know, when Princess Leia, young Princess Leia runs away from the bounty hunters, the bounty hunters, and, and like, like flea gets hit by a branch. I was just like, this is so stupid. And the second episode had the bit where, like, she falls off the building and um, Obi-Wan, like, uses the force on her to, like... No, she, I can't remember. Like, 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 yeah. You know, that, I, I just found that so bad. I thought oh, it was so badly that. done. Oh, man. It's, like, the first time he's used the force in 10 years. But like, I loved it. It's, like, to, for him, it looked like... But it looked... It was he so, looked it was, pained. He was, like, he didn't want to do it. Like... He's not used the force since, and I know it's just such a slow, clunky scene for me. Oh man, I love that scene. I can see the running in the forest. I know for some reason, much like the biker chase in Boba Fett, the internet's obsessed with chase scenes in these shows. Well, but because we've seen so many good ones in in all in Star Wars media, so when a bad one exists, it's just kind of like, what, what, like what happened? No, I, I get that, but it's like it's also like two minutes of like a fifty minute project and people well not yeah, even but i mean minutes, like everyone's like this fucking chase scene let's yell at the black girl from star wars i'm not no she's, no, she's great not, third, like, third sister's it's just great. been like it's insane to see like there's goofiness in all of these things none of them are perfect yeah i know for sure which is but, funny because it's like i don't know it, it, it's always yeah i've had to like just mute star wars on twitter and stuff because every time i fire it up i ever see racist stuff or just being like screenshots of a kid actor running being like worst thing to happen to star wars i'm like fucking look what happened to jake lloyd like just fucking relax. These are movies. No, the, the kid actor was. was oh yeah, fine. for sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like it's been like it's such a bad time to be a Star Wars fan sometimes, and it sucks because this is a week when it's like celebration, Obi Wan, and like the Reva thing is happening. I don't know. It's just like being a Star Wars fan is so fucking toxic. It's like yeah, yeah. one of the worst fandoms. And I spoke about it with you before, but it's like I didn't know that side of it existed until the Last Jedi came out. Yeah, I thought everyone was like, "Oh, cool, you're a Star Wars fan. Sick, me too." And that was it. But yeah. Fuck, man. Something happened in 2016. Pretty sure it was the election of the 45th president, but people started saying things that they just thought before, and it sucks. Yeah, man, that's insane that Ewan McGregor had to come out and say... I'm glad they're doing something, because they sat on their hands and were really mum about, like, the bullying of, like, John Boyega, Armored Best, even, before the Disney sale. Kelly like, Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Yep. Um, uh, you know, even... Uh, uh, Naomi Aitke, who plays uh, Janna in uh, Revenge of... Sorry, The Rise of Skywalker. You know, right. Just just <clears throat> insane, like, unfounded hate. But it sucks that it's happened only now, but I'm glad that, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi was, like, in a video today saying, if you're, like, racist, you're not a Star Wars fan. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, these things are all about, like, Star Wars from its very... Like, it's so misunderstood by dickheads who, you know, don't understand that it's, like, about different types of people banding together to take down like monocultural like bad guy yeah totally but man the fact they did that very good and hopefully now means that you i don't know it's like you know by not saying something they were saying something 
And it's very stupid to compare it to, but I will. Is like when Triple J changed the hottest 100 when they didn't for years. Yeah, heard the criticisms because they're very public. But, but it was you know it was a difficult decision to make, and so they. But just then didn't. the moment you do change it, the best thing that can happen, two great things happen: you lose the racist older fans who you don't want, and you also make it new fans because people who were maybe part of that group that were being ostracized and like oh i would i feel safer within this fandom now so it's like win-win hopefully do you want a kick cat no i'm fine i had that flake on the way i want you to have that one tomorrow okay no i'll give it to you you have to take it, oh, take okay. it tomorrow but yeah but- anyway sorry i the, the the it's been such a dumb day for this like the fact that they like in the middle of this series of people have been wanting for like 17 years and they've had to put out a dopey racist video it's like kind of heartbreaking i mean yeah it but it solidifies that Star Wars fandom has got to be... Which like, is any fandom. Like, MCU is pretty bad too, but at least there's barely any black people in them. Like, there's a, no, I said that was a joke. But, like, the fans haven't caught on to that. They just pick on the ladies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, Wanda would never have done... You know what I mean? Or Captain Marvel. Like, that's what they that's what they care about. So, you've been looking forward to, like, seeing this kind of... This era in oh, Obi-Wan's yeah, Obi-Wan life. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's been one of my, like, favourite characters. Um... Because of the prequels, you know, he's fine in A New Hope, but he's kind of just, you know, the the, the wise old wizard role that guides the hero. And, and he's the only person to, to disappear when being hit by a lightsaber. At that point. Yeah, well, the only person, like, disappear into the Force, yeah. But, like, disappear into, the, like, the netherworld, essentially. First person we see canonically do it. Uh, Who else has? Uh, well, Qui-Gon has, kind of, in The Clone Wars. But he's the first one to do it as a corporeal body. Like, you can see him later. Oh, okay, right. Where Qui-Gon can kind of just have a voice, as you hear in Clone Wars. But I think he might become... I think he might have a body in Obi-Wan. I think that's what they're leading towards. Interesting. But yeah, and Yoda does too. And Anakin. No, but I mean, like, when he gets hit by yeah. a lightsaber. He, like, he, just he kind of suicides. He, like, puts his sword up and he, like, accepts death and just kind of becomes one with oh, the force. Okay, right, sure. Yeah, people forget. It's like a suicide scene. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but he was kind of like, you know, the wise old wizard. It's not, the line that obviously always, you know, basically spurred on the prequels was uh, Leia's message saying, years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars, now I call on you in a time. It, like, And that was always so interesting. And then seeing like a young Padawan Obi-Wan, it was kind of so cool, like a teenage Obi-Wan for this guy who to me was this like old white-haired wizard and then seeing him like become more like, the one I knew in the next two movies was great, but he was just, there was a softness to him in the prequels, which you didn't really see in the later one. Uh, just like, you could see like kind of the brotherhood with him and Anakin. And, and I guess the tragedy then struck me more. So I was like, Oh man, this sucks. This guy's like the level of guilt he must carry for like the creation of this like mega killing machine. Yeah, for sure. And you know, Star Wars is, it's like very, very like, you know, it's for kids. So, like, you don't really, they don't really examine trauma too much in Star Wars. It's like Luke gets his arm chopped off by his brother and he's like, his dad, sorry. And it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just, (laughs) like, no, they don't really uh, spend time, but it's always like, if one character does need that examination, one of them is definitely Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, he's tasked with, like, living on a shithole planet, looking out for a kid from afar. That's all we know about him. And it kind of ends hopeful in episode three with him delivering Luke and it's kind of like, cool, we've got this plan. And then when you watch episode four, you're kind of like, oh, cool. I guess he just like laid low. But 
I'm glad to see the first thing that struck me was like how broken he is in this series. It's something I wasn't anticipating. Well, he's, he, he can barely fight as he is. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. like not using the force like purposefully. Like you see him like throwing punches and like hurting himself. And he's not, you know, he's become a shell of a person, which I am like, I just think it's great because it's such an area that we haven't really seen explored. Like working this shitty job. It's very similar to like story character wise. And Star Wars is all about you know, rhyming couplets to Luke in the uh, Last Jedi. Like, he's not milking big-titted, like, things down by the beach. He's, like, chopping up a big fish daily, you know? And, like, has this monotonous life trying to lay low and not use the Force. And it's great to see, like, one of the more charismatic characters, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan, like, have no charisma, essentially. And I think it's such a great performance. We don't really see performances like that in Star Wars. Mm. Like, they don't really do that tortured thing. It's always like, hey, up and at him, let's... Keep on fighting the good fight. You know, we kind of see Luke tap into it in Return of the Jedi, definitely in The Last Jedi. But yeah, this is, I really liked it. And I've just, this period is so interesting. The the dark, you know, the dark times. I'm a bit worried because I feel like, um, you know, the, the the mission that he's on right now could end really badly because that wouldn't line up with like how So we've got to get to him basically being back on Tatooine, mm-hmm. Leia being alive. Yep. I mean, that's kind of, and like, we know that him and Vader survive because they meet again in A New Hope. So we just watched the third episode. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm going to finish this mouthful of Kit Kat. No, that's know. fine. It's really good. Yeah. It's filled with Biscoff. But I was, I was <laughs> say, I was expecting a show. This isn't a bad thing or a good thing, but I guess from the marketing and stuff, I was like, okay, so this show will be predominantly set on Tatooine and kind of be like about like Logan-esque, like Obi-Wan looking over Luke. Yep. But complete misdirect from, I guess, the trailers, complete misdirect from what I thought he did. I just thought he was this, like, happy-go-lucky guy from 20 years, kind of like... They're good at they're keeping their secrets. They really are. The series of, like, they're, they're really good at it, like, at hiding stuff, because we're on Alderaan halfway through the first episode, which As is something I never thought that we would see in this, or Leia. No amount of signed agreements would stop me as a child from telling people that I'm I Princess, was Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. But no, it, it's kind of, it's not the series that I expected and that's not in a bad way at all. Yeah. Like, I'm glad we're not on Tatooine. Absolutely. Be, like, Absolutely. It's, it's nice yeah. not to be there. It yep. was good to see it at the start and it was good to see parts I hadn't seen before. Like, I love that. Why is there a whale in the middle of the desert? <laughs> yeah. Like, such weird, cool Star Wars shit and loved uh, seeing Joel Edgerton as Uncle Owen, one of the, like, cooler performances he's ever done. I liked the conversation uh, between Kenobi and the Jawa. That was so good. Just something like, you stink. But I don't know why, because we've seen so many iterations of it now, but, you know, a grizzled man talking to a nonsense talking it's alien. Great. I fucking it's what eat Star that, Wars is all eat about. Eat that shit up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like look, look it's, it's, it's literally what Star Wars is all about. Yeah. Uh, it's like Han in episode seven talking to Chewie. Like, why yep. am I supposed to take this seriously? But yeah, I love that bit. And I like that he bought the uh, T-16 Skyhopper that we see Luke playing with in A New Hope. Yeah, the totally. Yeah. So, like, look, there were totally moments from those. Oh, and I love the whole that I, um, that I really liked. But the, the like, just Inglorious Bastard vibe of that first scene with the Inquisitor in the bar, just being like, man, I love the Grand Inquisitor. Um, I'm, I'm a little bummed as to what happens to. I mean, I, I know he's not dead. Yeah, this is but, the other thing. One of the bigger complaints I've seen, uh, a lot of people saying, like, this undoes canon. He's in Rebels, and it's like we're literally two episodes into yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, he ain't dead. Like. 
he's not dead. This is a company that like has like a story group to make sure that like Han Solo can't be taking a piss if another movie is said he's taking a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that's a job that I want. But there's like rules about that. It's also like, of course he's not dead. Even someone today messaged me being like, oh, so disappointed. Looks like they're uh, keeping the Grand Inquisitor dead. I'm like, also like as if Vader wouldn't have healed him straight away and is using like the incentive of someone else taking his place as like a motivator. Like it's Darth Vader. Like yeah, yeah. He's, he's an evil to manipulative guy. Like that's what he's doing. You idiot. Like just wait. Also like, it's like walking out of a movie halfway before it's end and being like, well, that was really stupid. I can't believe this character's arc didn't change or get to yeah, point sure. A to point B. It's like, yeah, someone said it best today. Actually in the PayFam discord, they were like, uh, Netflix's binge, like nature just like ruined the brains of people. Who are just like can't handle having a week between yeah. a character. Well, I much prefer this as like a oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, it generates like exciting decision at the same 24 hour period where yeah. everyone's like, damn, can you believe that? It's also happened? just way less of a time commitment. That's oh, why, totally. That's why I like it. <laughs> I look forward to it as opposed to me being like, when can I block off time to watch this so it before it gets ruined for me? When it was fucking, was it like 13 episodes of the, of the Netflix Marvel series? Oh and yeah, and watching... some of them were like an like an hour plus, yeah, half yeah, of them. Like thirteen hours. And people would watch yeah. them in a day and be yeah, like, yeah. "Just watched it." And it's like, so it's how did good. you? How do you know? How have yeah. you even like taken a like? <laughs> you need some perspective. No one's supposed to watch something that fast. Um, but uh, yeah, like so, I was saying that there, there oh, were yeah. definitely things that I liked about the first two episodes. Sure. But overall, I was kind of like, "Ah, oh, this just feels like a Disney Plus series yeah, for right. me." Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that as like you know, it's the worst shit ever, but it just felt. Run of the mill. It felt more dour to me. to me than the other two, and not in a bad way. But like, I was surprised. Oh, at... Dude, you know what I loved? What the recap of the prequels? Dude, that was one of the best it edited so things sick. I've ever seen. Like, I got chills. I was like, oh it. man, these movies rule. I got like, chills yeah. watching it. I was like, that is so well made. The music they set it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was that was a excellent showing montage. Jake Lloyd, yeah, showing yeah. everyone, and just yeah, I thought that was like a really special way to start it. But I, I, I find this like far more ground no no f- far more like uh i don't know like yeah i guess dour and i'm using that in a positive sense compared to uh mando and boba fett which were like very like fun and pulpy to me like yeah this has seemed a bit more like self-examination like shots like tonight when he's walking on that that mi- mining planet and just like sees a vision of anakin that lo- i love that shit it's, like it's, that it's, i'm just like man I've, like we haven't gotten that in star wars before or him like having ptsd nightmares and him like He's like a shell of a person, which I just did not think I would ever see Obi Wan Kenobi be. Yeah, so but of look, course he a- would. Episode be. one and two had a lot of setup, and I think that's what you mm. know that when you are forcing shit, we need to get the characters to, to have this realization to get them together mm. to move mm. this pot along. That's when I start to see notice, like you know, oh, this scene could have been yeah. less clunky, sure. you know, blah blah blah. Oh but, yeah, and all of criticisms are valid too. I'm never like, oh, Star Wars is immune to criticism. Yeah, yeah. One of the best things about Star Wars, like first movie. Has like a fucking stormtrooper smashing his head in a wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but I, I mean, I'll forgive that shit. I don't, no, I'm but not, that's like hilarious. You know what I mean? Guy, like that, that, that that's yeah. great. No, that's like that's what I mean. That's <laughs> yeah. like really funny. Like but I love that. There's always like goofy shit. This third episode, like everything's been set up. We know. So we've had a different planet. We've had four planets within three episodes, which is like can be said for none of the other series. I yeah, think. totally. Um, I, I, I loved. Like I feel like the energy of this episode was was up from the last two immediately. I you know obviously we're talking spoilers. I could not believe we got not only not not only like Vader in costume, but Vader talking in his castle, and but it, also Vader fighting Obi Wan with a lightsaber. 
Yeah, and, and, and him, like, the being force, brutal? and like, when they both pull their fucking lightsabers out. Dude, the was, lighting in this episode, and yeah. him using his lightsaber as a torch to look at Anakin. And going, also, like, Ewan McGregor looks like shit. Oh, it's he's amazing. He's such isn't a it? handsome dude, but yeah. he, like, he's grizzled, he's I, dirty. At one point, I was like, why is he? Why is Darth Vader fighting old Luke now? Yeah. But I'm like, oh, wait, no shit. That's just what Obi Wan He's not done like. anything yeah, for yeah. 10 years. He's like, I love that scene last week uh, when he runs into the Safdie brother. And he's like, "What are you doing? What what happened to him?" And he's like, "Go bury that in the middle of the desert." And like, get, and you, I'm just like, I was almost heartbroken. Not in the like, Last Jedi, Luke would never do that. But I was just like, "Damn, Obi Wan was so full of hope." And like to see him tell a Jedi, like, "Go away, like, don't yep. don't talk to me." And I go by Ben now. I was like, it like devastated me because I was like, man, I thought that he was like just like laying low for twenty years and kind of being cheeky with Jawas or like kind of being like a roaming uh, samurai who would help people in town. That's how I kind of yep. pictured him. But it's like really sad that he's like living in a cave and just like yeah. really fucking bummed and like happens to like just think talk to like the daughter of someone whose like mother died who he was close friends with. Yeah. And yeah. like just be reminded of his like failures constantly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that this is like, this is the injection of hope in his life that he needs. Layer is the hope. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, and I was like, I loved the fact that Kylo Ren was called Ben Solo. I thought that was great. But it was also like pretty weird tribute for, um, you know, name your kid after someone that you the father haggled a price with to transport him somewhere. Knew him for about six hours and that, like, had died before the princess... Like, yes, he's dead totally, before Leia yeah, yeah. meets him. And I was always like, that's more of a Luke thing. Like, Luke would call his kid Ben, you know? There wasn't really, like, a personal relationship. But now watching this, I mean, you know, I don't need a series to to be like, now we know why Ben Solo is called that. But it's like, oh, of course. Like, you know, Ben, ben Kenobi, as he's going by, which I wonder if we'll find out why he's chosen that name... Um, you know, has got like a very close connection with Leia, and of course, she like he rescued her. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Loved this episode. Loved seeing like, you know, almost like the slave railway thing. Just Dude, being, like, that oh, whole we, we, like we travel, yeah. we, we we get people out of here. Like, and finding out that Kingo was like that kid was a force sensitive kid that he was like smuggling out of that planet, and just seeing kind of like the seeds of the rebellion and stuff. It is like inspiring Obi-Wan, I'm pretty sure. What did you think of Kingo in episode two? I mean, it's always going to be Kamal, no matter what he does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's Kingo now. He's oh, It's, it's always going to be Kingo. Yeah. But I, 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 in the trailer, I saw him wearing a robe. So I was like, oh, him as a Jedi, that's kind of weird. But I think it's perfect casting for someone who's like ripping off fake, people. Fake Jedi, yeah. We've never seen a fake Jedi, Jedi scammer. Before. I thought that was like a very cool technique. Yeah. But also like a good guy. He's like, I did get them off. Yeah, and totally. Also that kid was force sensitive presumably and that's why they were you know he run yeah i thought that was such a clever thing to be like this is how we get rid of like force sensitive people we hide them but yeah this third episode not to be confused with episode three was um <laughs> like the first 10 minutes especially like just loved being on that planet with that zach braff <laughs> i love that it was pick. voiced by zach did you pick i thought it, it was seth rogan yeah I, it's like zach, zach i know I, I thought it was a, like it was like frank oz it sounded like a right. muppet you it, know? Like a it sounded more like jim henson like a kermit voice and i love the practical head as well and like the tentacles when he was i thought talk. zach braff did a fucking excellent job as totally that, shocked as this that guy should transition into like voice muppet acting. dude yeah um but yeah i mean i can't think of the last thing i saw him in like i probably just was that shitty movie. uh paparazzi photos with florence Pugh. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I I really enjoyed that. I loved it. like yeah, like the reveal that he had the first order. Is that what, what? Empire? Em, it was just the Empire, is it? right? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. 
the yeah. em- Empire, Empire Mining, and you're like, oh, he's a nice guy, and you're like, oh fuck, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, he's like, oh, you know, uh, a lot of scenes are Empire are good, like yeah, yeah. A lot of scenes reminded me of um like a PG, Inglorious Bastards, like yeah, for sure, scene, yeah, yeah, and also them sitting on the back of that transport with all the stormtroopers and just like chatting, trying to keep their stories right. Yeah, I I thought the moment where um like I understand why he accidentally called her Leia, but um. But uh, the Stormtrooper's reaction to it was so stupid to me. Well, like, that was, the only dumb, that was the only dumb... And he was like, you called her Leia! Yeah, I was like, like it was, yeah, yeah, on yeah. that? <laughs> just, it, the, you know, it's just kind of like, that was the final line you guys settled on is like, the what, what yeah. you're going to put to script? Okay. I, I just have... That, those, are the moment, those are the moments that pull me out. You could have said nothing like, in that line. Where you it's like, I mean? oh, I'm not watching a movie anymore. I am yeah. just watching a, a, a made-for-TV series. And I know, like, you know, TV series can be fucking great too, but... You know, it, it just this just makes it feel like it's it like it feels like an angel episode. Sure, the, that this this moment not in particular, but you know, no. some of the other other moments. I mean, the, I think the, these shows look amazing. They're the like, the final fight in Boba Fett, I think, is a prime example. Yeah, of like, because it's this like, just felt like a, why are there eight people in this? Show? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Some shots in that were great, but they were the ones that were made without the volume. I think. The yeah. Rancor, like far away shots, I thought were fantastic, or like Boba and um. Mandalorian like zooming around on their jetpacks blasting cunts that was sick yeah but yeah I know what you mean but no I think oh, this this to me is like the best looking of the shows and yeah I, no, you know I this technology so is improving so much yeah for sure and it's insane that they've made essentially like four shows in COVID four seasons yeah totally like yeah. this thing is insane well I mean and like you have to even the worst looking Star Wars Disney original looks so much better than, than oh like every the best Marvel, shot of a Marvel Disney thing. one yeah yeah, yeah. Like this, yeah, I, I've been loving the pacing. I love that it's kind of more pulpy than I ever anticipated. Loving seeing, like, Obi-Wan use a gun. Something that, like, you know, he doesn't like because, he call, like, they're uncivilized. No guns. But, yeah, oh, I love seeing Tamura as a clone trooper. Yeah, that was great. Veteran. Yeah, Ca- amazing. The, the cast overall is really good. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Han from Fast and Furious is one of the yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Inquisitors. He's, he's fucking sick. He's so, like, that uh, the palace we saw, the Inquisitorious Palace or whatever it's called, base, that's from um, Fallen Order. Yeah, the right, that's cool. Like, that's where the last level of the game is. It's, like, half in that underwater thing when you're in there uh, because there's, like, an Inquisitor that's hun- a few Inquisitors hunting you in that. What do you think of the Inquisitors? Because this is the first time I think they're a sick villain. It's a good idea. I I loved the the Grand Inquisitor. Is he Australian? No, he's British. His his voice was awesome, man. Yeah. That that opening scene where he's like... Jason Isaacs voices him in Rebels. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I've had no problems with him in this. There are people that are complaining about his design. Shut up, people. Yeah, it's like... This is what I mean. Star Wars fans just suck. But yeah, as if he's dead, he's definitely like, fucks, people, Anakin Skywalker survived. You know what I mean? So the third sister, she started in one of the comics, is that right? No, this no. is her first thing. Oh, as right. As far okay, as I'm sure. aware. Yeah, right. I think she's the girl we see, you know how the series opens on, cold opens on like Order 66? Yep. The first shot is of like a young black Padawan girl. Okay, cool. So, you, you think she's a disillusioned Jedi? Well, I think she's someone, mo- most of the Inquisitors are ex-Jedi. Yeah. The Grand Inquisitor is an ex-Jedi. Mm-hmm. But I think that she is a girl. Like, why? Why? Why would she be hating Kenobi? Mm. And I think it's she sees him as someone that could have like saved her. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I, so much as she reminds me heaps of uh, someone you would see in one of the Star Wars comics. No, yeah. no. She's. I mean, there's a lot of sisters and brother. That's what they're all called. Right. Okay. Sure. But uh, I think she's that person, and she's got a vendetta because, like, I think one of the other Inquisitors says to her, "You know, we found you in the gutter." 
Yeah, right. And I reckon that she was like this, like homeless Padawan hiding out, and they like took her in because a lot yep. of people who felt like a lot of the force sensitive kids do get turned into like inquisitors to hunt yeah, Jedi. Yeah, okay, right, sure. Because they're all force sensitive. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they're but she's. I, I really love the character because we haven't really. It's the closest thing to like a Kylo I've seen. Someone yes. who's kind of like an untapped nerve who's quite like rangy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you just kind of like they. Whereas like we're used to seeing Sith and Jedi be very like cool calm and calculated it's it's interesting when you see someone that's kind of got that like rage so yeah what did you think of the fight between obi-wan and uh, darth vader i thought it it felt brutal like i could feel every swing um vader just i think has been like i feel like he's not using his full strength like that no i feel like he's got a master plan like i feel like he's torturing kenobi like if he wanted to he could choke like i don't know also dragging him through the fire slowly was was amazing it's like I was like, fuck, he's, like, making you feel what you did to him. Like, yeah, just seeing, like, Vader, like, in the wrong hands. Like, you don't bring, like, only someone... You only bring out Vader if you're, like... You know, he's, like, the most... Arguably, like, the most iconic, like, cinematic character of the last hundred years. If you're going to, like, do Vader, like, you better not fuck up. And I just thought, like, his ascent on that town, just, like, killing random people. Snapping that good kid's like, neck, yeah. Like the Rogue One scene I love where he's like going ham with his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. But this was like creepier or like scarier and yeah, like yeah. He just seemed- sadder. He was just like looking at people, families and just like killing one member. Yeah. He's like, holy shit. Like it was so deranged and like, you're like, oh yeah, this is the guy that killed kids like 10 years ago. Like, well, I mean, that's the first thing we see happen in the... Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, he kills kids. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, this guy's like really bad. Like, because I know, like, the prequels and, like, the original trilogy, it's about his redemption. But we don't really get to see Vader being bad. Like, we haven't really seen that on screen. Yep. It's just, like, him stopping being bad. <laughs> we kind of just have to fill in the blanks. But I kind of loved... Well, no, I love seeing him at, like, peak of... Yeah, I'm a cunt. Like, I'm doing this. But that fight was brutal. It was, like, so... It was... A lot of people don't like the episode three fight when they're in that, like, lava refinery because they're, like, it's so over the top and so dramatic. Like, so over the top, so theatrical. They're surfing on things. Yeah. I I think it's fun. I think it's great. I think it's, like, operatic and stupid. But I like that this was, like, a very slow, brutal, methodical type of force fight. And, like, in the darkness... Obi-Wan doesn't have his speed anymore. No, and Vader was, like, Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah, He just kept, like, appearing. Yep. Um, And I like... You know, he's a scary looking guy and I like when they play into the the scariness of Vader. Were you expecting James L. Jones to be returning? No, yeah. I wasn't because he's like basically retired from acting, I know. He, that voice is fucking incredible. Just when, like, hearing him so that first cool, line. Hearing I was him like, say new lines. Like, I was just like, they've got him. And yeah, just yeah. knowing it's him and Hayden, it feels really so nice. So what do you think we're going to get? We're going to get like flashback scenes with so. Hayden? Okay, right. I mean, we saw him tonight in a new shot in the Jedi room. Yeah, yeah. Stand, which, he looks beautiful. He's, he's, he's aged... He's aged so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we will see flashbacks more of like Obi-Wan thinking on things. Yeah, look, this third episode was was a banger. I, I went from being like, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll watch the Kenobi show to being like, actually, fuck yeah. I mean, look, I'm when excited. I always wanted to see just like Ben Kenobi in the desert, when this series was announced and I think Kathleen Kennedy was like, and we're going to get the rematch of a century with like Vader and Attic. And I was like, sorry, Vader and Kenobi. I was like, oh, really? Because... Does that take away from their meeting in episode four? Like, even me, someone who's like... I'm not a Star Wars apologist. I I just know that Star Wars is goofy. And ever since Empire Strikes Back, it retcons itself. Like, Luke 
Sorry, Anakin was never supposed to be Darth Vader. Right. You know, that was a retcon. In sure. The, 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 sec- the first sequel. Like, it's it's the best series for retconning or making shit up as it goes along. <laughs> but there was a part of me that was like, fuck, this would discount their fight. But if now, I, I, after seeing this, I'm just like, no, this this does need to. Like, they, it makes sense why they've met. Yeah, cool. And, yeah, it's like nothing needs to exist, but this has now proven itself to me. Like, it does need to exists like i think it's like gonna add just so much weight to the character of obi-wan uh leia representation is awesome makes me happy to knowing that like we didn't really get leia in episode nine and like i said earlier she was you know we, that she was supposed to have a huge part so yeah love seeing alderaan before it gets destroyed jimmy smiths please i hope he's in andor i, I have lo- a feeling he will be i love the um the new droid Lula- oh, Luna. yeah Lu- yeah it's like sorry lola, B- lola? Uh, lola. lola it's like yeah. sorry bb8 uh we phased you out now you are now of the old droid pile with r2d2 well lego finally announced the new oh, droid one by some bd1 from Fuck, how good Order. is it so hopefully we get lola, lola yeah, yeah. Lola we have to they, they they make them all the time <laughs> yep. um i also love the big silent droid yes totally yeah, the yeah. one which is like holding a hammer ready to like wreck imperial cunts yep I w- for a minute thought it was going to be O'Shea Jackson. Okay, yeah. Because I know he's he's like the only person we haven't seen yet. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to get Liam Neeson. There's a mm. lot of Obi-Wan talking to Qui-Gon. Um, maybe... They go to the bar. Even a Yoda voice. <laughs> maybe a Yoda voice. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you expect? Is there anything you're expecting? Or you... um, I'm expecting a shitty last episode of this season. See, I don't know. A bad episode six. I really don't want that. <laughs> six episodes is perfect. Yeah, no, it is. It's easier to, to swallow than. Yeah, than no, I, 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 I think because this has to end at a certain place. It's it's kind of like why people say. I'm hoping it's why you know Revenge of the Sith is seen as such a like the best part of the prequels because it knew where it had to end to get to episode four. Yep. And this also has the exact same like curse of it has to end a certain way to get to episode four. Yeah, of course. So I think it's good. Sure. I, I think the ending will be fine. I uh, was just really con- concerned about honestly Vader and Kenobi being on screen together. I'm so excited to see. But I was like, that. oh, that rules. And the yeah. fact they've done it halfway through the season means there's like three more episodes of that. Yeah, totally. Instead of this being like, this is like the last 20 minutes of the final episode. I feel like if it was a Marvel show, it would have been. Yeah. We would have just, yeah. So it could honestly go anywhere now, which is, I hope we get Jar Jar. And Kenobi and, and Vader just fly up in the air and start show, throwing, lasers. throwing lasers at each other. Yeah. I honestly, we could get Jar Jar. We could go to Naboo. Uh, I mean, I we mean, jumped to a planet. So this, yeah, this ended with the third sister with Leia. I mean, we could go anywhere. If we get Jar Jar, mm. that would be so fucking sick. Yeah, I want Watto. It goes Jar Jar, then Watto in, in the what Gronk. I want. Yep. Yeah, I mean they were on Tatooine. I was almost half expecting it. Um, just quickly before we end the episode, are yeah. there any um, big announcements from uh, Celebration Day that you are excited about? Yeah, Visions uh, season two, season two, and it's opened up to like non-Japanese animation. So there's rumors that the Wolf Walkers. Oh fuck! They Studio. showed a map showing like countries who are doing it, and there's part of the UK. So everyone's like Ardman or Wolfwalkers. They're just like I, that will take either. Okay, but they're like uh, a lot of South American ones. I think Studio Canal is what it, maybe. What but they're like they've. Opened, I've watched all their movies. I should know. I've just they were just, yeah. They were like we're opening it up to like other cultures to tell you know use their animation styles to okay. tell stories. But can we just get an anime one as well? What is that? Okay, it is still yeah, yeah, Japan. Sure. Okay, yeah. It's like Japan, Korea. It's a lot. But Visions is my favorite. Like oh, it's Star the best. Wars thing from the last. And I don't know the how best long. part from that. Uh, statement Jedi. was they said uh, that there's more Star Wars anime coming. 
So I reckon there'll be films, hopefully like series, like it is a thing. I mean, so many of those are essentially pilots. Totally. Yeah. I think all of them could be essentially. Uh, no, it was just, you know, just, just, oh, uh, John Watts who quit Fantastic Four, his series was announced. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Skeleton Crew starring Jude Law. Oh wow. Uh, in the lead role, but it's, uh, set after Return of the Jedi. Okay, Cartoon Saloon is the Irish oh, <laughs> the studio of, here. Oh, close. Uh, he said it's about like some 10-year-olds that end up like going on a crazy adventure. So it's kind of like tapping. He said like emblem style stuff. Goonies shit. Yeah, but with Jude Law. So that sounds interesting. As a, as a, as a child. Yeah, he'll be on his knees, obviously. <laughs> uh, In a big coat. I don't think much else was like... The Fallen Order 2. Fallen Order 2. Yeah. Bunch of TV shows, Tales of the Jedi, which looks cool. An animated show, which... We'll tell like random episodic, like just one-off episodes about Jedi from the prequel era. So there was a, they showed art of like Count Dooku as a good guy training Padawan Qui-Gon, who's voiced by Liam Neeson's son. Oh, fun. And Liam Neeson's return to voice older Qui-Gon. So it'd just be like random Jedi tales, which I think is cool. Yeah, totally. Uh, They showed an Ahsoka trailer there, which they didn't show anywhere else. Mando season three trailer, which had, uh, I guess this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to be spoiled... But it's not really one. Um, Babu Fricks in season three of Mandalorian. The fucking boy. Which is like very welcome news. <laughs> He's like the best. The only thing that everyone can agree on was good in episode nine. Yeah. Is Babu Frick. So I guess they're going to him for some droid help or something. Sick. Well. Yeah. But no, I, it seemed good. But the big news was former guest on this show, Steel Saunders, is in Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. He's in like a. Yeah. He's a, an extra in uh, the scene when. The Inquisitors, like, when, when Third Sister starts, like, interrogating Owen. Yeah, awesome. He's, like, in the background looking, <laughs> shocked at, like, 23 minutes in or something. It's crazy. Sick. Well, that is uh, our, um, I guess, our first step into Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've got three more episodes left. Yeah, we'll be very excited. On the podcast. What else is out? We've got heaps of shit coming up. So much shit, bro. I'm you know what... Men this week, that movie. I've seen Men every day. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> no, I do. On the train. Yeah, I don't go anywhere. Um, speaking of uh, uh, seeing people and 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 men, Top Gun um, Maverick. No, I I um, dropped off my last semen sample to, oh, uh, to the pathology clinic today. Uh, yeah, yeah. So no more. Me- I don't know how to you know men. You you see 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 your men. See men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. See men. That's what I was trying to get at. No, it's good. So I should. I'm oh. gonna see Top Gun again this weekend. Yep. Yeah. I mean, going to church. <laughs> Uh, what, yeah, what else top. is that? There's big things coming, right? Yeah, definitely. And then a big thing coming immediately is uh, PayFam because if you have... we accidentally recorded it first, and it's, we got to, we can tell you it's an absolute banger of an episode. A whole if other like, hour. I want to hear this like video game Star Wars shit. I'd rather hear guys talk about Third Eye Blind for an hour. <laughs> uh, we went real deep into the music vaults. I told a story about seeing a titty. Yep. It's a great story. Um, we play songs off our iPhones. Yeah, it's fucking incredible It's one of the shit. best. One of the all-time great PayFam episodes. Uh, People every are saying week, it. Every week, PayFam, infinitely better than HeyFam. And the only way for you to hear it is to go to patreon.com slash HeyFam. It is the start of a new month, the best time to sign yep. up. Because you just pay your five bucks. You, you have like in, 200 episodes. You got the month, just download them all. Then just, you know, just Download them all, quit. put them on an iPod and put it on eBay with uh, Flappy Bird and you've got yourself a home deposit. D- two million. Yeah, immediately instantly uh, patreon.com slash heyfam is where you go sign up five dollars a month gets you access to every episode of payfam so far there's so many of them if you listen to plus you get access to our discord community where you can join the obi-wan kenobi spoiler chat if you yeah. like uh, and there are no racists in there no 
very respectful Star Wars. Because you have to, to get fact, in a lot there. Of fi- a lot of people have said the- that they the only place they feel safe talking about Star Wars is the PayFam Discord. A uh, few people have said that. They've said they've tried chatting about Kenobi and like recent celebration stuff on other online forums, but the discourse and like gross gatekeeping cunts have turned them off. So they're like, a lot of people have said this is the best place they've spoken about it and feel good to chat about Star Wars. Well, you heard the man. Come join him. What are you doing? Come, come, hold. You- come, be the racist person. Be the hey broom fam. to a boy. It's up to you. Yeah, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/heyfam. You will get every PayFam for free if you show us the most. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sexist comment Racist comment uh, You could make That mentions Star Wars um, We'll b- boot you immediately But we'll Let you get everything for free yeah, Absolutely yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for listening everybody See you over in the PayFam room Yeah I'm in there now And I'll tell you what It smells great mm. Hey Bam 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 Bam